Hi, I'm Katie, and welcome to Hey It Gets Better. This is the podcast where I chat to people about the ups and downs of their lives and how they got to where they are now. Life can be pretty tough sometimes. There's no escaping that fact. But at Hey It Gets Better, we're all about talking about the journey. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, hey, it gets better. Hello, me again. I wanted to add a trigger warning to this episode as we do talk about mental health and suicide. There are going to be links in the show notes below if you're struggling with your mental health right now. So please look there and reach out for help. Hi, welcome to Hey It Gets Better. Today I'm joined by Nami and Cameron, who I don't know where to start is Clubhouse Queen, podcaster, event hoster. You are definitely the definition of a multi-hyphen. So welcome to Hey It Gets Better. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, a multi-hyphen. I need to read that book actually, but I think that is where my life is taking me right now. And it's really exciting, isn't it? As someone who's started calling themselves a multi-hyphen as well it just like it brings such an element of surprise you don't know what the next thing is going to be yeah I mean to be fair right now I don't even know what my title is but you know you can figure <laughs> that out at some point I really am going for Clubhouse Queen you have totally dominated that platform since it's come out we've literally were just talking about it how you've just you use it so well to make connections and to build relationships which I just think is fantastic Oh, thank you so much. I mean, one of the things is like, I don't have a lot of other things to be doing, or I do like to procrastinate. And I think one of the things like I thought I wasn't like mentally, I thought I was absolutely fine. But then Clubhouse came along and told me, actually, no, you're really lonely, and you need to talk to people. Um, so that's what I do. I just go on and talk to people um, in loads of different aspects as well. Um, and somehow I've gained a bit of a following. I've got you know, I've got more followers than podcast downloads. So if you're if you're listening, <laughs> please help. <laughs> it is a tough game download getting podcast downloads. Um, but you know, I think that raises a really good point is that a lot of us are starting to feel pretty lonely if you hadn't felt lonely already in the pandemic. I actually remember like the other weekend I went on a walk with my dad to just the park and he ran into like two colleagues from work and obviously socially distance but they were closer to my age than me and my dad and oh my gosh I spent like an hour talking to this person I just met just because they were in their 20s I was like I need to talk to someone my own age. Honestly it's yeah it's hard especially like so during the pandemic, I did go traveling. That's not as bad as it sounds. But um, I, so I came back to London in December and I've not exactly been out. Like I've not really like left my house since Christmas Eve. I think I have been, I've, I've been to the park like two, three times. Um, yeah, I, I need to exercise some more, but I've, I've been doing workouts at home and it's also very cold. So I've literally just been trapped in my bedroom. So it's really nice to be able to just speak to people and sometimes just co-work with them. Like we sometimes just start a room and just have someone there to talk to whilst you get on with some work. So loneliness definitely has been a factor. So I'm really excited to chat with you today. I feel like there's so much we could talk about as we just did before this recording and we were like, we were literally like we have to record this podcast. So one of the questions I ask everyone is sort of what were the challenges you faced to get to where you are now and 
obviously the most common answer has been like a shit ton of challenges. So what challenges have you faced to get to where you are now? So I think the biggest challenge um, was definitely my mental health. I mean, there are so many others, um, but I think mental health is the one we should definitely deep dive into today. Yeah, I think there's a lot to say about mental health. And it's also something where um, kind of I didn't think it would be a challenge. I remember going to university and I thought I was going to have the time of my life. And then obviously being diagnosed with a mental health condition, I was a bit like, this wasn't supposed to be what happened. And not enough people kind of grow up being aware that actually you're probably going to have like a mental health crisis at some point in your life. I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but a lot of people are affected by mental health. Yeah. So for me, I had like some things that happened to me as a teenager. So I had had a case of like depression before, but I went to university, you know, thought everything was okay. Um, And then in my second year, uh, I think around February, March time, just me and like two random friends um and you wouldn't like really place us together at university but like we knew each other we just had a group chat and I think one by one we all like one day I don't know who started it but one of us admitted we weren't okay and then at the same time all the other two of us also said we're not okay either and it took for that going to the doctors um getting diagnosed getting prescribed um, and also starting counseling at university um obviously that wasn't enough for me because just like a lot of like societal pressure university pressure um and just not being able to keep up with everything um even though I will like not to be egotistical but I am a smart student um I was doing very well but then I went from doing very well to not doing at all so it wasn't that I was failing it was just I wasn't even doing um so that really really like did get to me and in the end like I actually didn't attend most of the second half of my third year um and I didn't actually like finish university I mean I was there for three years um so I was I did go to university for three years but I didn't actually like get anything out of it and like that time is like such a strange like blur to me like I don't even know what I left university with like is it like a certificate or something like I don't know I should probably like one day be an adult and ask um and see maybe what I can do about it but yeah like that's like the effect that my mental health had on me and I didn't even finish university and then I came back to London a couple of months later. So even though university finished in the summer, I didn't move back home to London until November. And then I started working. Like I, I've like even throughout university, even with this all, I was always working. Like I've always been the person that always works and like tries to provide as much as I can for myself. So um, as soon as I moved back to London, I already had a job as a supervisor um, at a pub. Um, still on medication I mean I've been on and off mostly because I forget to take them and then suddenly I've just completely forgotten to take them for ages and so yeah and then I switched so that I moved back to London 2015 November I changed jobs to become a deputy manager 
at another place in April and then yeah I I think things were going good um but then they sort of weren't because then in 2018 um in a new job I realized I was miserable like I wasn't doing anything um or wanting to do anything and then started I would say that point was probably like the start where I actually did try to take things seriously like I did go back on medication um it wasn't the round that I'd finish but it was I think that was like a big changing point for me yeah I think this really highlights for me something that I think is really not talked about but it's that like it doesn't always necessarily just go away um I remember when I was first diagnosed with like I had OCD well I have OCD and I was diagnosed with depression at the time and I had this mindset that but I had this mindset that I just had to get better and that was it and I remember just literally thinking it's fine I'll get better this is it it's done it's done and I'll be fine for the rest of my life and mental health still like it doesn't work like that like about four years on now I'm still on antidepressants and it is very difficult because no one really talks about how long it goes on for I think it's not like an you know it's not like you break your leg you get in a cast and you it heals that's the thing and no one talks about it and it's it's hard because you feel like you're not like why am I not getting better you know it's you know what do you know what I mean it's really frustrating That's the thing, like, it does take time. Like, sorry, one of the things I should have said was in 2015, there was, um, I did actually try to take my own life as well. So there was that, and that was just after, like, university ended before I moved to London. So that was, uh, I actually remember the date. It's the 13th of July, 2015, um, because I then started writing a blog um, with the number of days it had been since then, and it just kept it going as, like, days alive. Um, and I'm hopefully going to turn that into a book, um, just talking about like the journey and being alive. But it is like a journey because it did take me four, four and a half years. Um, and like mental health is a continuum. Like, you know, you can be OK, then you can f- fall into another quadrant where you're not OK or you don't have a diagnosis and you can have a diagnosis and then you can still have a diagnosis and be OK. Like there are like it is a continuum um but yeah it takes time it's not something that happens overnight and for anyone who is on medication uh, they do say like it does take like six to eight weeks to start feeling better and for me it was like when I finally started like trying and accept like I know the medication helped me but I also needed to change my mindset as well before I actually did get better and you know I got better and even worse things happen but I survived I think that's important you know you survived and it's something that I've come to realize is that the past is always going to be there but what you can change is how you perceive it so if you look at it like actually I survived all of this then that's going to propel you to the future because you don't know what's coming but you've survived everything life has thrown at you so far so I think that makes you a pretty strong person (laughs) 
Thank you. I mean, I think we're all strong. I mean, especially right now with what um, everyone is going through. But um, yeah, we're all so strong and it takes time and we look at our past, but, you know, we shouldn't look to it as like our failures. We should just look to it as lessons and like what we have learned from it because they're not failures. They're just teachings. And now we know for next time. I mean, some of us will still continue to make the same mistakes. Granted, I'm I'm one of those people, but, um, you know, you, you you learn and you continue learning. So they're not failures and um, you learn and you improve upon that. Yeah, I really like that. And one thing I think as well is like when you are like young and you, you know, when you're in university, you think the world, like you feel like you're, you, you do feel like you're so like one big piece in the world and like this one thing is really, really, really bad. And it all feels like you're kind of, you know, it's like you're, you know, you're in your own world and you don't realize just how big the world is and how many opportunities they are but you're in your small little world and those things that can hit you hit hard. But I think that's something like the older I get, the more connections I make with people. Like you're saying like you talk to people all the way in America and you're like friends with people in America just through meet them on Clubhouse. Um, (laughs) Like the world is so big and there's so many opportunities, but you don't realize that when, you know, you are so young. Yeah, I think a lot of it is to like start just trusting things um maybe like I was like very very well let's call it what it is it was anxiety like um yeah so obviously I wasn't diagnosed with anxiety back then um so there was like a lot of worrying and for me like leaving university without a degree not thinking I had any job prospects especially when like a you come from an Asian background and two you are um you like you've always been the smartest or like you know one of the smartest people um and like then you're suddenly like you're not anymore or you know like thing there's just so much pressure and now you're crumbling under the weight of everything um and like maybe repeat too soon but you know it's all these things that happen and for me like you know I was like so anxious and so worried like you know I wouldn't sleep like thinking like what am I gonna do like I failed my life like all of this like you know failed relationships friendships not bit and not because you're a bad person but it's because of the depression but so I um finally got back on medication in 20 August of 2018 and I stopped taking them in December because December was a great time for me but I realized that wasn't just me that was also the meds so I I, I just forgot to take them and um, so then come to April 2019 I um went back on them because I knew I wasn't okay so I took myself to the doctor and that's one of the things like when you have like had this problem for so long you kind of do recognize the signs and I I knew the signs and I was like I do need that like um it is the chemical imbalance I do need the serotonin to help me um function again because it it got to the point where I was literally doing uh going to work coming back eating and sleeping like that that was my entire existence um and a whole lot of like Netflix just to like numb the pain you know um so it was like I am normally like an outgoing person I do go out I do meet people um 
but like obviously those things changed so may bank holiday um that year in 2019 i was also having troubles with work and like stress of work um and it got quite a lot so when you are on medication you do go for your four week checkups at the doctors and i went after the bank holiday and I had a breakdown. I, I don't remember anything. Um, the doctor was like, you need to take time off. And I was like, I'm not allowed to the holiday from work until after the summer because I work in events and like, you know, summer's busy peak season. So she was like, no, no, no. Like I'm signing you off work. Uh, and it was like, I was like, oh, like, um, but yeah, so those like four to six weeks because I did like do a gradual phase return on two occasions first one did not work out <laughs> yeah you know it was it was like oh okay so I do need to stop um so you know we're in 2019 now we're like four years into this <laughs> and yeah but then it, it got better like you know I I did what I need to or like I just started trying to live um that time off like whilst I wasn't okay um I also had a friend at the time who was going through something similar and the two of us would go out like every other day not like out out but I mean we would go to a museum or we'd go out for a meal or we'd uh, the hockey was on the international hockey so we'd go to Stratford to watch the hockey matches and it was like that was slowly like bringing me back out. Um, I was also so I had uh, depression, anxiety and panic disorder. So I was having a lot of panic attacks as well about being social or getting on the tube. But I slowly like got through it. And it takes like six months from when you start feeling better to come off the medication. And that happened in July. So, um, you know, that was like two months. I went from April to breakdown the following month to I, I was doing good in July. And this time I actually stuck it out and I stayed on the medication until I came off it in December 2019, ready to make 2020 my year. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so I um, entered and left, I will proudly say, 2020 without any mental health issues like diagnosed ones um or like on medication for anything like sure I still have like small bouts of anxiety but everyone has like anxious moments or like we all have like sad moments but not like to the point where I once was um but I find it really ironic and I just want to say to people hey it gets better because I got better and then I went through 2020 <laughs> That is so true. I think I was talking to someone and they were actually saying how people who had been diagnosed with mental health um, conditions actually did better in the pandemic because you're already taught kind of how to cope with it and like the signs. And I think that's something when you have been diagnosed with something for your mental health, you do get into a habit of recognizing the signs like it took me like three years to get the signs nailed down and then know what to do so like you I knew that I had to go out and see people so I would make plans to meet people for coffee and I would like schedule my day so that I had to leave the house um obviously can't really do that now but <laughs> it's one of those things where 
as you learn more about you grow older you learn more about yourself and you learn what to do and like one thing I really want to kind of talk about as well is this this idea of not being diagnosed and I think especially now it's very hard to get a concrete diagnosis and the thing I would say is that trust your gut if you know something is wrong like I I remember when I thought I had OCD like I kind of thought it I just like messaged like this help forum forum and they said like I could get help if I had a diagnosis and I was like okay maybe I'll just like give up here then but I kept going and then I went to the doctors and things like that so it did get it did all happen but getting a diagnosis can be quite difficult yeah I I completely understand like it I was quite lucky. I know it happens to people. I've heard stories of friends who have like struggled to get diagnosis, but I'm very, very grateful. Like I once had a history due to something in my childhood um, once upon a time so that when it happened to me at university um, and being a university like doctors um, on campus, they sort of knew. Um, so I, I did get that diagnosis. Uh, quite quickly Um, and then my doctor at home when I moved back to London like she'd known me well she's known me for like 20 years now Um, but so like I just went back to her and um, I'm lucky like she's she's so good like even though I was like on when I came on meds when I came back and then probably again and then I don't know that's all the blur but I know from my writings that I was on and off but then 2018 and 2019 like those are the ones that stick out for me because that was like the real real change that came about um yeah I yeah I was very very fortunate to get a good diagnosis and have a doctor that knew me but I completely understand like it doesn't happen for some people but you just have to keep going back and um, you know, you know yourself better than anyone else. So when I know, I know. Um, I mean, in 2020, I um, I got put on furlough um, and I ended up doing this massive charity project um, um, with like, two, like leading 2000 volunteers to sew scrubs for our local NHS trust. And I was like working on that, like, pretty much more than a normal job and that was just volunteering but before we had like a site and location like second week of April um I had a lock I had the lockdown birthday I'm probably gonna have a second lockdown birthday I'm probably not gonna age two years so we're gonna wipe that off (laughs) um but um I I you know I was like okay I had one week from working from home then I was on furlough and then I thought okay I'm gonna stick to like good habits and stuff but then just one day I was like oh no and like it wasn't me like panicking but it wasn't me panicking because I did call the doctor and it wasn't my regular doctor um, and they were like well you can't come in but we'll leave a prescription um, at the pharmacy for you and never picked up that prescription I I, I don't know why I called the doctor I thought like things were going to get bad but they weren't actually bad um I think that was me like preempting something happening but instead you know I just I just carried on like I had a, like good people around me I was exercising I ran a 5k uh, don't ask me for my time um, 
you know, I like I did I did loads of things and I was doing like lots of charity things and I was keeping myself busy, not because I needed it, but because that's who I am. Um, that's like the normal me. So I was getting through that pandemic, um, like fine, um, and just surviving that. Obviously, like things don't go out so smoothly. So um, in July, uh, found out about redundancies and was made redundant two weeks later. Um, I had a horrible red- redundancy um, with the way I was spoken to and treated, which made me like for a day, like question my entire career until I found out from like other colleagues, like, no, you were, that that was not how we were treated. Like they were really horrible to you. Um, and I knew like, I know myself, like I know I'm good at what I do. Um, and like, no one is gonna take like my career or like all this away from me. And um, I thought about like my next steps. Obviously, um, I work in an industry that is very hard done by the pandemic, um, working in events and I couldn't even go back to hospitality because hospitality was shut as well. So um, I actually decided to do something for myself and I decided to go away. Um, I had family in Dubai. Um, so I thought, let me go there for a bit. Then I was like, oh, if I'm going all the way there, I may as well pop over to Pakistan um, and then come back to Dubai and fly home. Um, and it was supposed to be a seven week trip. Um, so I flew out on the 10th of August and I was supposed to come back to London on the 29th of September because the events industry was supposed to reopen on the 1st of October, if anyone remembers that. Um, and because like things weren't and like, you know, and I was happy like I was having a good time so I actually extended my flights four times and I finally came back home in December so my seven week trip turned into a 17 week trip (laughs) I don't blame you at all (laughs) and like but I lost my job I my industry my career was like I'm not going to say destroyed but it's on hold um well yeah it's destroyed but like it's on hold (laughs) essentially um and you know I I, I'm fine like I got through 2020 I I got through all of that and I survived it and I'm still happy (laughs) the the perspective you have on it is amazing and I think it's something that I hope just by listening to this podcast that people who are, you know, in early in their early 20s or, you know, they're even in their late 20s and they're struggling. I hope that they see this perspective can be applied to pretty much everyone's life, because often when you think things are coming crashing down, like the roof's not going to crash on top of you, like it might be chipping away and it might feel like everything's going to come crashing down on top of you but it's very unlikely that you won't survive it if you're strong and you keep you know reminding yourselves what you've survived before you can probably survive whatever life throws at you yeah just like look at what you've already gone through like you survived that so you can survive this I mean, and also you don't know how much things are going to change. Like, obviously we're focusing on mental health, but like career wise, 
I was being like held back um and just one like story on the whole how much things can change in a year I was invited by um a master's events course um at a university to come speak at a networking event last year um and the company I worked for told me no because they didn't think I was like the right fit or suitable um even though I was personally asked yeah and you know um in a couple of days time from our recording um I've actually I'm speaking at one of the largest event industry events that had like 12,000 people at their event last year and the email announcing it with my face on it went out to 30,000 people worldwide that's amazing like you know in a year I've gone from not being able to speak at a university event to actually speaking at like this massive global um insight event with like global CEOs so you know yeah it might not seem like things are happening um I would like to point out that was not through Clubhouse um (laughs) (laughs) but you know things do get better and things things do change um so just hold like hold on in there because the what you what you have now is going to be completely different to what you have like six months ago a year ago like six months ago I lost my job um now I am I mean we won't talk about business like that's we're still working on that okay (laughs) but like mentally we're good but I have a podcast I have a small business I'm freelancing I'm like well known in my industry now so like I would not have expected this a year ago when I even a year ago when I was like great I'm I'm of sound mind now (laughs) I can get through this and to thinking oh wow look at me now um I would never have expected these things but it just goes to show you like things do change and things do get better yeah I agree it's why it's called hey it gets better because (laughs) that's the whole point of it and one thing I think as well we'd really like to raise from your story is you never know what the path is going to be because a lot of people are going to tell you you need to go to this uni, get this degree. Once you get this degree, you get a job at this place and then you go this place and this place. I'm going to say it's, it's rubbish. At the end of the day, it is rubbish because if you do like what you've done, Namin, you have your what you're passionate about, you hold it close to your heart and you work on it every day or every at least like you know in every week you might do it outside your nine to five but that path you're creating your own path and some of the most successful people that I know ha- didn't just you know take that standard path we're all advertised to follow and I think that you know you remember that just because you might not be doing the typical path doesn't mean you're not going to get to your dream location you might even get there faster yeah honestly 100% and you might not even know what your path is like I thought you know 2020 finally going to get that like a long overdue promotion yeah Um, that's a whole other story but then suddenly like oh I I don't think I want to work 
for someone now. Maybe I'm going to go down the contracted route, the freelancing route, going to have my own business. What do I want to be doing? I'm creating events myself um, instead of working for others that do them, you know. And I think that is where, you know, I I didn't think that last year this is where I was going to be. But now, more than ever, like, I think this is where I'm going. Like, I've invested so much in myself and personal development now that, like, my mental health is great and now I'm working on, like, moving forward. That's not to say, like, I don't have, like, down days, like, Two days ago, I was just like, oh, I have so much to do. So I decided not to get out of bed until two o'clock. But that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes you need a break. Like you can't be perfect all the time. And like that was the first time this year. And it was that. Like I stayed in bed till two o'clock. Then I got up and got on with everything. I just needed some downtime. I like to call it my time out. Yeah. I just need a time out. So take that time out and then get back to it. Like... Um, it gets better that's not to say like you won't ever feel like that again um because like I really hope I don't but these things like do happen and you can have like these small blips like I did yeah two days ago where I was like I'm gonna stay in bed a little longer today um I want to take that though like I want to take that into my own life the time out thing because I think it, we're not telling a story that goes like you get better we're telling a story where you're gonna need timeouts and yeah so these are like speed bumps and speed bumps aren't like there to stop you they're just there to slow you down so yeah life will give you a couple of speed bumps on the way and um, sometimes you need to time out sometimes I just want to time out from my family um, yeah even like on Clubhouse, like if I'm running a room or something, um, well, not running a room, if I'm in a room and there's just a lot going on, sometimes I just go for a five minute time out. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Like you just, you know, just take a time out. I mean, I've only done it once, but there was a lot going on. I was just like, there's so much, so much happening on this stage. I'm a, I'm just going to go out for five minutes. But um, yeah, it's just important to look after yourself. Um, and like baby steps like for me my baby step was making my bed every day and I still do yeah. that like five years on now like um I was a student don't judge me but yeah so um yeah just start off small because like those things will like stack up and like suddenly you'll be like oh it I didn't even realize this like I listened to sleep casts or like um sleep stories to help me sleep I think I just listen to them for like something in the background these days but I don't think about it like I get on get into my bed and just put it straight on like it's it's just a habit now um but the, you know things do change and you just got to start like start with one thing um, and then suddenly a year later you'll be like whoa where am I who am I now yeah that's that's so true and I and I really love what you say you know about not being perfect because I think a lot of the time we all feel like we need to do it perfectly or not do it at all or so even sometimes I'll be like this isn't perfect let's just scrap it all and having that moment where you're like you don't need to be perfect there are people out there probably doing your dream job and they're not perfect like that's just a fact of life and striving for perfection 
can actually just look like hold you back absolutely and be open and honest because like obviously like that is down to like your comfort level but when you start like just being open with people like you'll you'll be surprised about the amount of support that you'll get I I think this was like I think this was a couple of months ago it's probably when I was still traveling to be fair um I think I just tweeted like I'm just having a bad day like literally I was just like not like mentally but I was like I'm trying to do this but it's not happening and I don't like don't want to do things now um just probably a bit of melodrama but I um I just tweeted that and then like so many people from my industry because it was like on my professional Twitter account everyone was just so so nice about it um and they were like yeah you're doing fantastic even the other day when I felt overwhelmed my friends were like do you know how much you've achieved and that's the other thing like look back on your achievements um because they'll, they're the things that will like propel you further as well that's so true and I find it really hard to acknowledge achievements that aren't academic achievements. Um, yeah. I So um, just don't be humble as well. I think that's the thing. Like, I think that's another thing that it does play into mental health as well. It's like the whole imposter syndrome and not yes. thinking that we're good enough and the anxiety around it. When I found out I was going to be a speaker on at this event um I found out on the Monday and it was being announced the entire event was being announced on the Thursday so I had to go through I found out on Monday night so I had to go through two whole days without being able to say anything um but I did text a group of friends like um my wonderful event goal getters I just texted them in our whatsapp group and I was like I have really, really big news, but I can't say anything until it's announced. But I'm going to burst if I don't say something. So I'm just telling you, I've got really big news on Thursday. <laughs> um, and they were like, they were just so supportive and they were all like waiting for like Thursday. And because most of the like, they they see the, they're, they're on that yeah. email list. I didn't even have to say it. One of them took a picture and was like, oh, look who it is in this email. And it wasn't just that, it was other people as well. Um, like even Clubhouse friends were like, it's you. And I was like, yeah. Um, and, you know, talking about how like a prestigious thing it is, but like, it feels so good. Like it, it's not like bragging or being egotistical. Yeah. Like it's something that you've accomplished and you've achieved and you should be proud of it. Yes, I think that's, I think we need to say that like all, more because you work ridiculously hard like I know how hard you work and you put your all into everything you can just tell from speaking to you that you genuinely care about what you do and you put 110% of yourself into it and I am so glad that you're seeing success because you deserve you deserve mountains of it oh thank you so much that's so sweet <laughs> I mean I'm still a master procrastinator but um oh, but aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I watch Bridgerton in a day like I can literally get Netflix series out like that oh um, yeah I I did that a lot when I was traveling I've not actually watched much at all at the moment I've just been focusing on like sitting at my computer and pretending I'm getting work done oh all the time <laughs> I think you know I think as well like procrastinating like I I do it so much it's you know procrastinating is very easy to do but I think as well 
like don't belittle your achievements you did it you rocked it and that's what is like what matters and even overcoming mental health is like an achievement like mental ill health I should say having like you know recovering um is like something you should also talk about I mean obviously I'm on here talking about (laughs) but everyone should um even if you haven't recovered you should be talking about it um and obviously not seeing it in a negative light I only say that because um another thing I should say I achieved is last week I became a mental health first aider so I'm also qualified in this stuff as well now but yeah just shout about your achievements definitely um so we are running out of time so I'm just going to wrap up um and there's been so much wisdom in this episode and I just can't wait for everyone to listen to it but the way I like to end every episode is asking what would you say to someone who just does not feel like it's going to get better where you are now and where you are in six months time or a year is going to be completely different you what you put in now is going to change in the future so if you just look at things differently you'll be a different person in like six months a year it doesn't matter how fast or slow you go like you will see the change thank you for listening to today's episode i hope you found it helpful I really appreciate all the support I get for Hey It Gets Better. It would be amazing if you could subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to your podcast. If you want some more content, then you can always follow us on Instagram at Hey It Gets Better. And for more stories of inspiration and resources to help you get through life, visit our website, heyitgetsbetter.com. I hope you have a wonderful week. And remember, hey, it gets better.